0: Taylor it makes me feel so good about myself <laughs> welcome to gateway youth podcast we are back guys for a little bit at least until the school year is over we're so excited to be able to share with you these amazing things with me today I have Kat herzog she is the children's director here at gateway and we're gonna have a fun time talk about some stuff some things that we're excited about and some things that we think you guys can learn from so, how you doing, Kat?
1: I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've been like talking here for like five minutes, so... But we'll get going. We have to have a conversation. A conversation! So, today we kind of want to talk about this idea of what it what does it mean to be good enough? And this was a topic that you were supposed to talk about at youth before the whole government was like, no! <laughs> you
1: can't be in person.
0: You're not allowed! <laughs> so we adjust and we move. Uh, so what drove you to to that topic when I gave you the list of your options?
1: Um, so when I looked through the list, the one, it stood out because I have struggled with things personally and so it became more of a personal thing that I wanted to talk about because I could relate to it kind of thing and, and I know that it's something that you know many of us all struggle with and so mm-hmm. just having that personal experience allows me to be able to talk about things a little bit more, better.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. And so you, you, you kind of started talking, uh, I want to jump right into that whole <laughs> like personal experience because I think that's something that we relate to so much. I, like I know like I, I could talk about this topic all day because this is something that I struggled with so long. So what, what was your personal experience with this topic?
1: So growing up, you know, you're always trying to strive for what we can do and how we can do things better and are we good enough and so uh, one of the things i really struggled with was you know am i going to be good enough to be a part of the youth group or am i going to be good enough to you know do well enough at school and so i really struggled um when it came to schooling and stuff because there was a lot of judgment and and bullying and stuff and a lot of people talking to me on a regular basis about, like, you can't do this and you can't do that, or... and just not feeling included, and so... I just really struggled with... things that people would put me in a box or tell me what I could not couldn't do.
0: Yeah! I, I kinda... <laughs> See, it's so funny, cause like, I don't know a whole lot of your story, like, I know you cause I, I work with you, but it's so funny when you, like, talk to somebody, you kinda get... Oh. Sorry, I'm bad. <laughs> You, you, you get to, like, share these experiences and, like, because, like, that was a large portion of my experience was that. Because, like, growing up, I, like, I had ADHD. And every teacher was like, oh, no, the ADHD kid's coming into my class. And I got so put into that box that was like, oh, this kid can't learn. This kid's going to struggle. Like, should I put in that effort? And that whole, because of that, like, that really rooted the, oh, I'm not good enough. Yeah. It's kinda of funny how we connect on that level. <laughs> you never think about it, but yeah. Well,
1: and you kinda of get to this point where you're like you're wondering if you should continue to strive. Like I know from my own experience, I became like an overachiever and you know, and then I had other people who I was I could see that they were struggling with the same thing, but they decided to just kind of give up. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's interesting how our personal experience or different things can like either stunt us or um, cause a roadblock
0: yeah it's kind of funny because like I, I kind of gave up for a long time I was like I, I don't really see the point I'm just that like, these teachers don't care and it, but like it just took that one teacher who cared yeah to, like get me back on track that I was like oh okay I can do this and like the teacher who like saw the potential in me you know, it's kind of crazy how much impact those people can have and, and it changed your whole outlook, yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: definitely, and, like, you just all of a sudden feel that value.
0: Yeah, and it's really funny, because, like, like, I know some people would be like, oh, in spite of what people thought of me, I pushed ahead. Yeah. So, uh, like, how did you, like, overcome that?
1: Honestly, it took a long time. Um, I really had to figure out who I was as a person mm-hmm. and because I was over, like an overachiever I really s- like wanted to do the best at everything and be everything and so it actually took to the point where I like almost burnt out as well as um, I'd been in a car accident and all of a sudden things that I was doing and I was good at, I no longer could do. And so, it was like God kind of had to take me to a place where it's like, nope, let's figure out who your identity is. Mm -hmm. And I had to, I had to figure out who my identity for myself and who I was in God's eyes, because up until that point it was really like, striving for others. And yeah, that was a huge thing, because I had to look at things in a real honest perspective.
0: Yeah, and I think that's always the interesting thing about, like, this whole topic, because I think when it comes to, like, being good enough, I don't think there's a single person in the world that can't relate to that, yeah. right? There's, there's always going to be something, like, not everybody's perfect at everything, right? So there's going to be that one thing you're bad at that's going to make you feel like, oh, I'm no longer good enough. Yeah. I'm no longer, I can no longer strive to this perfection. and uh, that's what. I, uh, and, like, it's so interesting how... Like, you talk about how, like, your identity, right? Because that, that's the whole point is, like, I think it's so rooted in who we are. Yeah. Right? Is, like, that struggle is, like, oh, when, like, you know, when you're told you're not good enough or that you can't reach this, like, how much that impacts who you are as a whole, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and like, for, like, different people, it, it impacts them in different ways. Like, 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 thankfully, like, for you, it was, like, oh, I'm going to, let's figure out who I am. Let's... Yeah it's worked that way then like like I know for me when it was like when that top when that like oh you're not good enough and when I was hearing it constantly and I started to believe it like oh, I'm not good enough I'm not lovable and, and like all that stuff then it came to the point I'm like I'm just gonna give up yeah. right and and that sucks too right and like so different people you know react to that so let's kind so you kind of talked about like you and God having this like kind of like pushback, it seemed like... Sorry. <laughs> this this pushback of like, okay, what is my identity? Am I good enough? So, How did that conversation with God work?
1: Well, because one of the things I was really struggling with was, you know, what am I going to be able to do um, especially after having a car accident um, where I actually had to learn how to walk again and mm-hmm. so some real basics. And so, it was trying to figure out what I was going to be good enough or how was I going to pay rent or, you know, so I had to actually step back and kind of go like, what can I do? How am I going to do this? What do I want to do? Um, and just really asking those questions and then going like, what is out of my reach and what is in my reach? And then, you know, being able to go like, getting angry with God, wondering, asking questions and being okay with that, but Also going like, God, why am I here and what's my purpose? And that's where God really just started speaking to me. And I first was like, I couldn't do anything but lay in bed. So it was like, God's got my attention. (laughs) And I can't do anything but listen at this point. But um, just even being able to hear what God was telling me personally. and, And all of a sudden there was some some words where I kept, you know, kind of hearing the same message over and over, no matter what I did, whether it was maybe a show I was watching, or reading the Bible, or a conversation I had, that there was some real, you know, key words of being valued, and that I do have a purpose, and that I have certain gifts that I have, and that it stopped being about what gifts can I achieve or figure out how to do, what gifts does, do I already have that's deep within me, and so it doesn't matter that I had an accident, it doesn't matter that I didn't have all these things, and it stopped being that what I don't have, and going, hey, it might look different, but this is what I do have, or this is how I can change and improve, and, and it just really took like, a change in my thought process.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I, I love what you said about like purpose. Because I think this topic is so rooted in like one's purpose mm-hmm. and like, oh, why am I here? Right? Because I think that's the question. It's like, oh, I'm not good enough. So if I'm not good enough for this thing or for the way that people view me, I'm not good enough for society or the world or my friend group or whatever it is. And then we're talking I'm like, okay, then why am I here? Yeah. What's the purpose? What's the point? Right? And. But, like it's, it's so interesting because like God has like this amazing plan for all of us and I, I and like anytime I always think of those you know like very typically back to Jeremiah 29 11 right you know like that like God has plans for us he's a future and a hope you know to bring us out of darkness and out of harm right and it's this, this beautiful thing and it like like I, I know that was like so impactful for me that like like because like with like am I good enough was so rooted in, into my story and to like my struggle that like you know when I got to that that like really dark bitter point of my life you know because like a lot of times when people like struggle with this like am I good enough that is so interconnected with like depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and and that was deeply rooted in my story even to the point of like suicidal and stuff like that 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 question is like kind of what saved me and I think that's the question that that has the potential to save a lot of people. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, and another thing that I really found for my own self was that I, when you're looking at identity is going like, okay, God has a plan for me. We're talking Jeremiah here. Like, God has a plan. Well, what is that plan? You know, what Mm -hmm. is that hope? What is that future? But then going like, okay, let's go back to being born. Well, guess what? It actually started before that. You know, like God knit us together in our mother's womb. And so to really have that understanding of what God has done for us and that it it wasn't just like, hey, I'm going to create Cat or I'm going to create Spencer and let's just try this. No, like right from the very, before we were even in our mother's womb, God had that plan and God actually looked at every detail and was able to go like, this is what I'm putting into this person, this is the purpose, this is what they're going to do, and that none of this is an accident. And like, one of my favorite scriptures is like, it talks about that we are God's masterpiece, and that mm-hmm. we are not a mistake. And and when it comes to identity and, and all these things, the problem that a lot of us have is that we think we're a mistake or there's something wrong
0: or that or we're an accident
1: to, yeah or these accidents right and it's like but god doesn't make and make accidents
0: no everything he does has purpose everything he makes has value and and like especially like when we're talking about this like are we good enough like we always think like well i'm going through something that i no longer feel good enough and it, it's that idea that like of us can, can like always telling us that idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not a value, I'm not lovable, I'm not lovable. And, like, when you keep saying those things to yourself, that's going to have a lasting impact, Yeah. right? And it's interesting because, like, I was, this week I was watching a conversation with Louis Giglio and Craig Groeschel, and it was super interesting because they were actually kind of talking about this whole idea. And, you know, when it comes to the topic, we often think that, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to make it to the other side. You know, this is the end. This is the hardest thing i have ever, and I can't overcome this. And Louis Giglio said something kind of funny, but also super profound. As and he's like, "Well, you've made past every struggle since. So what makes this different, yeah. right? Like we like we think that like the struggle is too hard, and we're not going to make past it. But we're batting a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> like like so I wouldn't bet against me. Yeah, <laughs> and and like." And that's the thing, is that, like, the, the, you may be in the middle of a valley, you may be in that darkness, but the valley is, is, is only a valley. Yep. <laughs> like, there's an end to it, right?
1: And that, I think that's a real key, too, is that sometimes when we're in the thick of it, it feels like it's forever, and mm-hmm. then we'll never, you know, be able to get out of it. Or a common phrase that I'm guilty of is, like, my head's above water. I'm treading water, <laughs> but I'm surviving. Yeah. But it's like sometimes I'm like, oh, when we're out of that valley and we can look back at what just happened, you're like, oh, that was just a blip or that was, you know, but when you're in it, it's actually feels a lot longer or mm-hmm. a lot harder than it is and not to, like, minimize, like, it is hard.
0: Yeah, totally. And like you're, str- you're stronger for it. Yeah, your struggles are, are valid and, and like, the whole idea of like, am I, am I good enough? Like, yeah, it's a struggle we all face, and it's something we all have to, that we all go through, but like, you know, God has something greater planned.
1: Well, and like, society really kind of drives that home for us, and you hear it in school, you have it from your friends, you know, like all these things, but it's like, sometimes that's where we actually need to take a moment and go like, are we listening to people? Is that are we trying to change who we are or like where's our value in like is it Mm -hmm. not supposed to be in God or where's our relationship with God because we need to get out of what people like stop listening to what people are thinking about us and kind of ask God what do you think of me
0: yeah and and I think that's the big difference is that like you know we often think like oh am I good enough and it's this what, what, what are we what is our standard right Mm -hmm. is that we're often comparing ourselves to the world and you know we're caring what the world thinks you know whether it's like oh like i'm not good enough because i'm not a strong athlete or i'm not good enough because i'm not an amazing writer or because i'm not popular right like like what where are we putting this value in right because like when, when it comes down to it like when we think about like am i good enough you know, I, I'm thinking about Jesus, mm-hmm. right? That, that, that's my standard, which is the we're, kind not. Of, we're not. We're <laughs> not! Which is like, the funny part about this conversation is that, you know, we say like, this is a struggle, something we all face with, but like, at the end of the day, we're not good enough.
1: No, and, and that's where it's like, but because of God's love for us, and we don't have to be, because mm-hmm. God sent His own Son, for us. And so that's exciting, you know, that it's like, we're gonna be talking, hey, are we good enough? Or no, I'm not good enough. But yeah, the honest answer is no, sorry, you're not good enough. (laughs) But we don't have to because this is, you know, God, and He is amazing, and He does love each and one of, every one of us.
0: Yep. uh, like, Like, that's been such the cool thing about this, like, series that we've been doing, like, called Reset. You know, we've been talking about like resetting our faith and resetting the beginning and, and going back to is like trying to get out this garbage in our lives to kind of get at the core of our relationship with Jesus and, and get back to that, right? And and like this was like just such a pivotal part of my life of like getting my reset in. Was that like I had to realize is that like okay, I, I don't meet the world standard, but I don't want to meet the world standard. Mm-hmm. I also don't meet Jesus' standard. But i don't have to yeah. and then also that pressure gets like oh <laughs> you know but like the beauty of it is because i know i don't have that i don't have to meet that standard it is because of that that i strive for it right so <laughs> right it's not like i like you know if you've been part of this group for a while you, you know this is something that we say a lot which is God has called you to a higher standard. Right? And, and like we say that because like we want to see you grow. We want to see you strive for greatness. And it's because we believe that God has something powerful for you. And, and we don't want you to be okay with mediocrity. No. Right? Like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well, and we don't.
1: We want, like you said, we want to grow. And if we're just sitting by, getting by, not putting in. We're not growing either, and life will be boring too, right? Like, but we do need to recognize, like, we're not perfect. None of us are, but where are we challenging ourselves? How, you know, is there something that we can not do better, because you still are, or be good enough, but you can still do. You can always, you know, go, what is that next bar? But knowing that it's like, I'm, I'm me. I am who I am. You know, like playing guitar or piano. If we don't practice, we're not gonna get better. Mm -hmm. But the more we practice, you know, we do better. But it doesn't mean that my identity as a musician is totally gone because I haven't practiced, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. And, like, it's, it's, like, just like the beauty of, like, Jesus. Mm is that like his constantly calling us to his higher standard but saying like i don't require you to meet it immediately yeah right well and
1: he's going to give you the tools like you know we have to stop kind of going like how can i do this how what do i need to do because mm-hmm. the thing is there's nothing that we can do but by god's grace and by the things that god does in our lives the co- that the talents, the gifts, the the love, the work that God can do, and sometimes we we have situations where our life is not perfect, or we've got life thrown at us, and it's really hard. You know, maybe your parents have gotten divorced, or you know things. But there's nothing that we as a person can do, but there is stuff that God can do, and He will do. Mm-hmm. And to be able to, you know, trust. God, and have that faith that God is going to do what is needed.
0: Mm-hmm, totally. And like, like, I, I always say like, because like God is doing this beautiful inner work in us, mm-hmm. right? And it's this constant work, um, and like, it, the Bible even says is that like, I can't remember where it is, but it says God is doing a deep and inner work in you, and will continue to do that work until it reaches perfection. Mm-hmm. And like that is just beautiful and the thing I love about that is because like I know I'm not reaching perfection on earth and it's the beautiful thing of saying that like yeah this relationship that you're building with God now and the thing that you're striving towards God's gonna keep on working on you after this life yeah. which is just like this beautiful image and this thing of that like, like I know I will never reach this expectation I know I will never reach perfection I know I will never get there but like I, I have this desire to try and I, I, I and, it, and it's so funny cuz like how I got there was out of a moment of desperation
1: mm-hmm.
0: right which is so funny cuz like, like I think for like a lot of people when it comes to like oh I'm not good enough right like for me it was a moment of desperation when I realized I didn't need to be Right, because it was in that moment of like, oh, I'm gonna end it all. I, I know, I, no one loves me. I don't know if God loves me. You know, blah blah blah. And it's in that moment I reached out to God, I'd be like, oh, if you care, show me.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, and and like, you know, I, I've always like said like, you know, God loves you so deeply, and He cares about you so deeply, and if you're not hearing it, you're not listening.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's so yeah, like. Is so important that we get to that point where we can reach out to God, like to go, like to stop doing it ourselves, right? Like you're, yeah. like you got to that point where you're like, okay, fine. Show me.
0: Yeah. And yeah, and, and, and like I, I, I super hope. For you guys that you guys don't have to get to that moment of desperation and, and I, like, I don't want you to go through the things that I've gone through and I know you guys have heard my story like a thousand times but like it's because that I have such this deep desire for you guys to grow and to like experience God in this true and powerful way because he loves you so much and like I'm not sure if he loves me he sent his son for you like, like Jesus is the perfect example of why God loves you you know he sent his son do the perfect act of love. Mm-hmm. You know. And as Jesus is saying, yeah, you're not good enough, but that's okay. I love you, you know, despite your flaws. Mm-hmm. Despite your imperfections. Despite everything. I am saying, yeah, you may not reach my standard, but you're good enough for me to do this for you. Mm-hmm. Which is just like, just such a beautiful
1: thing (laughs) and just knowing your value you know Mm -hmm. like none of us are good enough but we're value we are God's perfect image Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know and to be able um one of the things that I I love as an example or like in an the illustration, and yes, here's the kid, <laughs> the kid's pastor in me. It's <laughs> like, you know, sometimes even being able to see it visually or, you know, having an example, like we can have these great talks and we can talk about things not being good enough and, you know, not having value or, or all of that is like, you know, use a, use money. Let's, you know, we all want money and so we can take, you know, a $50 bill, like, Wouldn't that be great? I can give you that 50 bucks.
0: Take it immediately. And
1: it'd be crisp and clean and right from the bank machine. But then, you know, am I going to, I'm going to take it and I'm going to squish it and I'm going to scrunch it up and, you know, oh, let's throw some shaving cream on and get some dirt and mud. And this now is a crumpled up bill. It's dirty. It's crinkled. It's not, not clean anymore. But has it lost any value? Is it gone? Like no, like it's still worth fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, like so we don't lose value in in the things that God has given. He, they're never. It's it's always going to be there. It's it's within us.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And and it's just like beautiful because it's like yeah, that, that still is value, yeah. right? And you see the value it. Christ still paid that price for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one of my favorite imagery is that I've always heard that I heard was uh, I was at camp and uh, preacher like got up and he told this like story of like okay you're sitting in a room and uh, there's it's just you in an empty room there's no doors there's no windows you can't get out and there's just like a filing cabinet I know a lot of youth kids are like what's a filing cabinet <laughs> <laughs> it's no a big drawer things. with a lot of papers in it <laughs> and i uh, so you open the filing cabinet and say so you pull one out and it says, Lie to Parents. And it says your name on the bottom. Right? And the filing cabinet has every sin you ever committed, every wrongdoing you ever did. And then, you know, Jesus walks in the room. And you see it's Jesus and you know it's Jesus. And then you see this filing cabinet and how ashamed of it as you are. You're so ashamed of that. And he starts walking towards you and like, No, no, don't go near this. Don't go near the filing cabinet, Jesus. Walk away. But Jesus will still approach the filing cabinet every time, and He will still take out paper by paper and scratch your name out with His. Mm-hmm. And that is the beauty of what Jesus did: is that Jesus has the knowledge of every wrongdoing you ever made.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Jesus knows our imperfections. You know, Jesus knows that I eat one too many Oreos at supper. Jesus knows, you know, that I. You know struggled with self-image He just knows that you know that like I had a language issue with that like Jesus knows of my lustful desires and he's still like no you're still worth it yeah. and that is just the beauty of this you know that if, if you don't think you're good enough that's okay because the God of creation does and that he's saying, yeah, you may not reach the standards of the world, you may not even reach the standard that I have set, but you're good enough for me to save you. Yeah. And, and I, I just hope that guys, like, that is the one thing that you need to take from this. You know? I don't know, what else do you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, the big point.
1: <laughs> it, it's just so powerful, and to be able to sit there and know that... God is going to work in us even today and so like even as you're listening to us and we're talking, you know, we're, we're talking about different stories that, you know, personal experiences and things like, you know, God is telling us, God has told us, you know, that He has a hope and a plan for us and that, you know, we are God's masterpiece and stuff but, you know, like as you're here listening to this, it's like, can I ask you to, to put down the, I'm not good enough, and, and go, what has God done in your life? W- where are you? What What is your, what is God's plan for you and what gifts has God put within you? And being able to sit there and and, and just kind of think a minute about God's truth. And to be able to, even if it's like just to start and go, hey, God does love me. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's, you know what, I have a purpose, I am good enough, I, I'm i okay to be listening here right now, and that God is going to do some mighty works, and that God's going to come, and you know, like there might be somebody that comes into your life who just adds value to it, but it can speak life, like we both were talking at the beginning about like things that got us to this point where we started not feeling good enough. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden there's value and somebody, you know, like where's that life? Where what is gonna have you asking, you? Well, what is your purpose here? Yeah, we're not good enough. But why? What 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 opportunity, what is God gonna do in our, our life, whether it be, you know, here in our youth group or, you know, maybe a friend that you're making that you can be able to, you know, speak into someone's life yourself.
0: Totally. And, like, I, I guess just, like, addressing that, like, whole idea of, like, okay, well, I don't feel this way. Like, like, maybe you're sitting, listening to this podcast right now and you're like, okay, I get it. You know, you, you, you think that, I, that I'm good enough, that you think that, like, I, I was worthy of, of Christ's love. And it'll are like, but I don't feel it. You know, I've, I've been there. like, But, like, So I'm going to go ahead and talk about some practical stuff that we can do to address that. First first and foremost is address the lie. You know, if you're saying like, oh, I don't feel good enough, I don't feel loved. You know, anytime that I feel like, oh, I'm not loved, I'm like, that's a lie. Is that once we start addressing the lie and start addressing the things that aren't true, it takes away a lot of its power.
1: Well, and like, the enemy is always going to be coming and, and speaking to us, or like mm-hmm. sometimes we have to actually, like, turn off our ears in a way that we stop hearing the negative things. And mm-hmm. one of the things I always try to tell, if I hear somebody speak negative, I will say, give me five positive things, <laughs> you, you know, but there's, there's such power in that, that when we are speaking negative things to ourselves, Yep. That's all we're gonna hear.
0: Exactly, and like, the Bible says that the, t- that the tongue has the power of life and death. Yeah. Which is insane, <laughs> and crazy, but like, that, it, it does, like, it, it has the power of life and death in it. So like, if I, can, if I keep saying, oh, I'm not lovable, I'm not lovable, I'm not lovable, I'm not lovable. You're not gonna be lovable. I'm not gonna be lovable. <laughs> right? But if I start saying, if I start saying, there's nothing in all creation that can separate me from the love of God that means I am lovable I am lovable I am lovable all of a sudden I start becoming lovable and that's why I'm saying like address the lie so if if I'm if I'm hearing constantly you're not lovable and I'm saying no that's the lie then then my next step is what is the truth And, and like I'm not saying that you guys are gonna see a change overnight
1: Oh, I don't think you will, actually. Wait, I, I, you, that, you, would, that would be a you, God thing.
0: But, yeah, you, know. you won't. It, it's going to take a long time. So, for example, like when I reached out to God in my moment of desperation, in the moment of my depression, in the moment of my anxiety, for God to save me, it wasn't like, yeah, like God reached out. And yeah, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I, I am lovable. That doesn't mean that I didn't wake up the next day
1: Second guessing.
0: Second guessing. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a process of trying to figure out, oh, am I good enough? Right? That's going to take time for you to realize that, like, yeah, you're not good enough, but God still, made, still thinks you're worthy, yeah. still thinks you're worthwhile, still thinks that you are a saint, not a <laughs> sinner, still thinks that you are more than what the world thinks of you. But that's going to take time to believe that truth.
1: Well, and that's a really key thing, too, is like... Sometimes we can say one thing and it's in our head. So sometimes maybe that's all we can do is just say it. Mm -hmm. But the process from our head to our heart, it seems like a, a short distance, but it's actually huge. The amount of times that you need to repeat, repeat, repeat till you truly, truly get it, that is like the hardest work.
0: Totally, and, you know, like, like, I I, I really wish it was like an overnight process. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wouldn't wouldn't that be great? It's like, oh, I am lovable, cool! (laughs) You just go and live your life, but it's not, it's... Like, it's gonna take time, sometimes even years, But if you do the work, and you work on it, and you get rid of those lies and start believing the blessings of God, you know, you're going to experience something miraculous, something amazing. And that's the thing is, I truly believe that God has this amazing plan for every single one of you, and he has, like, such a great purpose for you, and he... You know, when he knitted you in your mother's room, he's like, oh man, I have plans for you. You know, I have plans for this child. I have plans that are greater than they can even fathom. And that's the beauty of this. Is that, yeah, we struggle. Yeah, we go through things. Yeah, we believe lies. But when it comes to the end of it, the creator of all things created you for a reason. Yeah.
1: Well, and like a good visual is, if you're cooking, you know, and you have multiple ingredients, yeah, you could throw them all in together, and the food might taste okay, (laughs) but a lot of times if it's a um, multi-course meal or whatever, like, there's a process. There's a process on how you cook meat. There's a process of maybe the order of Ingredients you can throw them all in together sometimes and it would work, but sometimes it's like you need to do step one, step two, step three, and all of a sudden you get this amazing dish. But if all of a sudden you're like, hey, I'm just gonna go from step one to step 10, and then you kind of question, mm.
0: I, I know that that like makes me think of like, like when the cold COVID thing started out me and Cassie got to baking sourdough <laughs> like everyone else but, but like because that's the thing where it's like oh, I was going to take some time yeah. and if you don't feed that thing like I remember one time you stopped feeding and it got real gross <laughs> it just smelled so bad but like you know like like you don't just like if you threw everything into a bowl for baking especially baking and tried to bake that which it would not turn out because yeah. there's a process and that's, that's the beautiful thing about this
1: well and it's like you know, even if we're, we're we're going back, like, even as, before we are born, you know, God had this, this plan for us. But if everything was right there when we came out of our mother's womb, talking, whatever, like, there, there would be no growth in that, like, you know, and we'd be boring, like, if we're all doing the same thing, or, you know, like, but, now we go and you take a person, I have a three-year-old, you know, watching her grow from newborn to one, to the different skills she's learning, is like, it's great to see, and I cannot wait, you know, to see, you know, the things that God's going to do in her life and the places Mm -hmm. she's going to go, but this is also all stepping stones to, you know, her learning her identity and learning that she's good enough the way she is. 100% (laughs)
0: and yeah God has some amazing plans for you guys and I just hope that you guys recognize that and yeah like if you're struggling with these things also talk to people like you guys like uh, uh, I'm not meaning to brag but like I really believe that I have some of the best I some of the best team members that I could ask for like my leaders are incredible your guys as leaders are amazing and they care about you so deeply so like if you're going through things talk to them because they care and they want to help you and they want to help you grow and and i want to see you guys grow i want to see you guys blossom into the amazing thing that god has planned for you well i'm so glad i got to talk to you about this this is such an amazing podcast episode i think it was great uh I'm really glad that you guys tuned in. Uh, we're just going to end this episode with some prayer. And then we'll see you guys next time. Uh, dear Laura, I thank you so much what you're doing in these kids' lives. I thank you so much that you are, that you knitted them in the room for a purpose. That you have a plan to bring them out of darkness and into hope and into light. And that you have said, yeah, you don't meet the standard. But that's fine because I love you anyway and I died for you anyway because you are amazing, and you are beautiful, and you are everything I made you out to be. Mm -hmm. And I thank you so much that, God, I just pray that even just one kid gets this. One kid receives this blessing, and I hope that it's more. Mm -hmm. I pray this in your holy name. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next time.